Hey there. This is Rachel Lee. And Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism. We may be separated by more than two decades in age. But we are united for our passion for this, The Problem with Perfect. We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone who's perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. We are live via Zoom. Hey, Robin, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Rachel. Good. I wish we were together, but we're safer this way. So we're just trying to do what's best, aren't we? Yeah. So as we are recording this, it is the week before Thanksgiving. And Robin, I want to know, and listeners, I want to know from you too, have your Thanksgiving plans and your holiday plans in general been impacted because of COVID? Yes, Rachel. uh, My holiday plans, both Thanksgiving and Christmas, have been drastically changed this year because of COVID and also because of Matthew's um, immune system. So Mm. you put those two things together and that risk is just too high. So Thanksgiving is going to be very, very small and intimate. It'll be just our family with the addition of my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. Okay, that'll and, be fun. Uh, yeah, and I think they're perfectly safe now that they are recovered from COVID. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, what well, we don't know about COVID, but I don't think that they can give it to us now that they're recovered. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, I know mine have been impacted as well. Um, I always go to Colorado for Thanksgiving and it's one something I look forward to every single year to get to see my Colorado family. And we're not doing that this year mm-hmm. because of risk of COVID. And so our kind of plan B was that Mason and I would go visit my mom and dad in Arkansas, but because of the holiday parties, and when I say parties, I mean very small get togethers, like six people of our core friends, uh, we had a Thanksgiving Friendsgiving and someone there caught COVID. And so now we don't know if we're going to be able to see my parents either. We're getting tested, but uh, I tried looking for a CVS pharmacy test and within a 25 mile radius, it's all completely booked. So I was trying to go through some other avenues, but I still haven't, there's no available testing last time I checked. So (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know if we're going to go to I don't know if we'll go to uh, Arkansas at this point. I mean, by the time this episode airs, listeners, you will know for sure <laughs> if that happened. But yeah, it's all kind of up in the air. So I, and my guess is, too, that uh, well, for the person listening at home, that you are like Robin and I, where you probably have had your holiday plans impacted and not just a little bit, but probably drastically. And that's kind of why we mm-hmm. wanted to mm-hmm. get together and right. talk today Um with COVID or not, the holidays can be great, but it also can be a joy sucker in a lot of ways. And so we kind of want to get ahead Mm -hmm. of that and talk to you about three reasons why you may not be experiencing your holidays to the fullest. 
Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of really just bringing this idea to the forefront, Rachel, because there's this sense of delight and kind of childlike anticipation around the holidays, particularly yeah. Christmas. And um, so many times I just don't deliver mm-hmm. on that. And uh, we just find ourselves incredibly disappointed and frustrated. And then every year, just kind of looking back going, ah, where did I go wrong? Yeah. So I'm happy that we're going to talk about this and, and give some words to some things that I think people Uh, are aware of and think about, but don't really ever talk about. Well, that's funny that you talk about, you want this childlike wonder around Christmas in particular. And I'm curious, Robin, do you remember the first time that that childlike wonder went away in the Christmas season? Okay. I remember being a kid and, uh, you know, your, your mom tells you don't be snooping. You know, you're only going to be disappointed if you snoop and you find something. Well, I snooped and I snooped and I snooped and I found everything that I was going to get for Christmas that year. And doggone it, she was right. She is right. It really ruined the holidays. And I remember thinking, you know, what a bummer. And so, yeah, I would say that is the first year that, that I really remember being disappointed with the holidays and, and, you know, being disappointed in myself because also that even being a small kid, you knew like what you had done was wrong. Yeah. So you couldn't even tell anybody like, Oh, Hey, I peaked and I'm really disappointed. You just had to kind of sit (laughs) with the sadness all by yourself. Were you worried? (laughs) So how about you? Well, I was going to say, were you worried that you were going to get coal from Santa from opening up your presents early? No, in fact, uh, you got to know I had lots of siblings. And so I think I was I for sure like kindergarten or before when I realized there was no Santa. And in fact, my mom was a librarian at our school. Uh And so I remember I think I was in kindergarten and she was reading us a book during library time about Santa. And I was like, Mom, we talked about this last night and you told me Santa wasn't real. So why are you telling my class Santa is real? Yeah. Wow. So you ruined it for the whole class (laughs) in kindergarten. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Wow. Was she furious? Yeah. So I, she was not very happy with me. We'll just say that. (laughs) that. That wonder lost me at an early age. So how about you? Well, thankfully I got to hang on to that a little bit longer. (laughs) I I loved Christmas growing up and really all through high school. I feel like my mom made it such a magical experience for me growing up. And so it wasn't until college where, yeah, I know, shout out to her, but it wasn't until college where it's like, you're so focused on your finals and getting things done in school that I didn't really have the time to just be excited about Christmas, how I was when I was little. And then after college, I started working for a church and the church basically has to get ready for Christmas Eve services. Like it's the Super Bowl. That's the equivalent. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, so focused on that, that I wasn't able to really just get into the Christmas spirit like I used to. So now things look different and it's not necessarily bad, but I do think it's true that you kind of lose that childlike wonder that you have when you're a little kid. So, um, I don't know, but now I feel like we can't, as much as we would like to blame, Oh, 
we've just grown up and so we've lost some Christmas magic. I think a lot of it really has to do with some hidden things in ourselves that we don't want to, that we'd probably rather not bring up. Mm -hmm. So Robin, why don't you tell us kind of the first reason why we don't have uh, joy in Christmas? The first one I think is unrealistic expectations and expectations for the holiday, uh, expectations for ourselves and expectations for the people around us. Mm -hmm. And so like, for example, you can go so many different directions about the expectations that you have for yourself. Um, And I know for me, like it includes everything from what I'm going to eat or not eat, or am I going to fit my exercise in? Am I going to, um, yeah, take time to really be thoughtful about the gifts that I'm buying? Am I going to spend too much or not be thoughtful enough? All of those things. And so these expectations around, you know, my behavior, other people's behavior, and just then, you know, does the holiday itself like fill my cup? So Robin, I'm curious, do you feel like as you have gotten older or gone through different phases of life that expectations around the holiday changed for you? I do. I do. Um, you know, and, and I thought about that as you were talking about your mom making the holidays magical for you. Yeah. And I was expecting you to say till like I was like 10 and you said no until you left home for college. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Wow. Um, so yeah, shout out to your mom. But but I, I, this would be a really interesting conversation to have with you in 10 years. Yeah. When you, you know, yeah, when you're trying to like, think about your experiences and how do they impact the experiences that you want your family to have, whatever your family looks like. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so you know, you think about those first few years when you're married and like it just being all romantic and kind of, you know, like a Hallmark movie and then um the magic in that. And then and then you know, you have little kids and it's all about what's best for them and how to make memories. Yeah, so so yeah, when you get little kids and then like everybody wants to see your little kids. Mm. And so the expectations around like how do I make everyone happy? And then also how in the midst of that, how do I create our own traditions? Like what do I really want our holiday traditions to look like and how can I guard those and create those without ticking everybody else off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um well, so then that changed that and then as the kids got older it just kept evolving, you know, and so the people you had to please were the school teachers cuz you wanted to gift them and bless them uh, and you wanted yeah you know, your, your house to look like a wonderland delight and your Christmas card to be perfect. So it just has went on and on and on for me. Well, not looking forward to all of that, (laughs) but I, I will say too, I think this year an added expectation with COVID is like, everybody has different levels with coronavirus and also people even, I think, look at coronavirus differently. Like I think a lot of times you hear Mm -hmm. around the holidays, how don't talk politics, which I'm sure there's a lot of politics that you probably will need to try and avoid to keep peace in your family this year. But even on top of that, you have people who think coronavirus isn't real or there's like the, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask discussion? And then I know even with like some friends that I have, it's like they feel more comfortable being around more people or going out and doing more things than I do. And and so it just adds mm-hmm. this extra layer of tension 
But I think that that also adds to the expectations because if you are trying to host a very small family gathering, it's like, okay, I expect you to maybe get tested before you come over or please self-quarantine for two weeks before you come over. And it's just like this extra layer around or the holidays. Wear, absolutely. Or for us, you know, anyone that comes in the door, we, you know, we, we really need you to wear a mask and mm-hmm. that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. And like, what do you mean you, you know? Yeah. And, and you're right. I think it just creates this potential for extra conflict. Yeah. Um, and so trying to avoid that. <laughs> I would say yeah. that my one tip for this is just this year, especially you, I think it's kind of like go with the flow and roll with the punches and then like more in the fact that you can't do all the things that you want to do because it is sad. Like I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad because we got to do Friendsgiving with Mason's side of the friends, but now I'm probably not going to be able to see my side of the friends and do Mm. Friendsgiving with them. And like, Mm -hmm. maybe we're not going to end up seeing my family for Thanksgiving, but you know, we might see his and it's not anybody's fault because no one can control the coronavirus or, you know, there's steps you can take. And I know that this person was very safe, but it's not anybody's fault, but it's still sad. That leads perfectly into the second reason why I think the holidays aren't filled with joy like we'd want them to be. And you said it perfectly, you know, you're grieving and what you're grieving isn't necessarily anyone's fault, but it doesn't make it less real. And there's a lot to grieve through the holidays and this year, even more so because of the fact that, that the holidays can't look like what we're used to them looking like and us being safe. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a really, really important point to just understand that we're grieving and some of us are grieving the loss of relationship, the death of someone, maybe the first holiday without someone. Yeah. And, you know, then and all of us are grieving, like, look, this isn't the holiday that we're used to. And mm-hmm. we find comfort in those traditions and we're not going to have that comfort this year. Yeah. I know. I think about all the people who have lost a loved one this year and like specifically if they lost a loved one through coronavirus and it's hard to feel joy around this season. And I think it's really hard to want to be joyful when it's like you are so sad and everybody else seems like life is going really well, even if maybe it's not, but just even seeing the lights or people celebrating or posting things, you're like, oh, well, you're really happy and I'm feeling really sad this holiday season. You know, I think about a friend who, you know, it's going to be her first year of Christmas divorced and having to yeah. to negotiate and navigate that and negotiate you know, not having your kids, the, the pile of the whole holiday. And what does that look like and feel like, you know, all of those losses and, and even you think about COVID and the financial impact that it's had on so many people. And so mm. even thinking about the fact that maybe they can't afford to even celebrate Christmas the way that they would like to, or to even give their children the gifts that they wish that they could. And so that's something I think that people grieve as well. I will say one thing that I think could be helpful to people who are grieving right now, like in all the different ways, like you talked about is, uh, there are, there's like the shortest day with sunlight this year. So is it like just, I mean, the shortest day of the year, but I mean, obviously it's still same amount of time, but less sunlight is December 22nd. Oh, 
And people, okay, so I know I went to a church service a long time ago and they called it the longest night because it was literally the longest night of the year as far as darkness. But they talked about how it's symbolic of the darkness that we can feel inside and during the holidays. And I just remember that was such an emotional and spiritual experience for me. And so I would say if people kind of want to mourn and like mourn publicly and just address it, it's like, that's a great opportunity um, that you can look up and see if a church in your area is doing something like that. Cause I think it's pretty common. Wow. I've never, Oh, really? I, I, it's profound. Just you saying that I was like, Oh wow. Like there's so much to unpack there. Right. Like how um, the creation God's creation mimics mm-hmm. the groaning that our heart feels by that longest night was like, Oh, you know, those things are not by accident, but I had mm-hmm. never really put that together. So man, thank you for sharing that. I yeah, well, that was good stuff. And the, um, the thing with COVID too is that everything's online now. So if you do want to attend the particular service I'm talking about, it's through Church of the Resurrection. So if you just Google Church of the Resurrection.com, it's uh, based out of Leewood, Kansas, but they have locations all across Missouri and Kansas. And uh, you can watch on live, online via their live stream. And that will be on December 22nd. Cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Okay. I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the other thing I thought as you were saying that is like that, that whole stirring of our spirit, you know, really in, in my mind should point us to Christmas mm-hmm. and it should point us to our need for the salvation <gasps> that, you know, we receive in the gift of Jesus. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt you. Did you cut out? Okay. Well, yes, that is so true. That actually made me think, uh, I was listening to the radio a long time ago and I think something, I don't know why, but for some reason, maybe they were playing a Christmas song or they were talking about a Christmas song, but you know, the Christmas song, I need a little Christmas. Like we need a little Christmas. Uh Yeah, that one. So it, Uh the radio host made a comment like, wow, we actually really need Christmas this year because of 2020. Uh And I thought that was so good. And it really Uh stuck with me. Like that song, we need a little Christmas. Like this has been the Mm -hmm. craziest year. It's been just a dumpster fire in all of the ways. And (laughs) we really need Christmas. Like we need what it stands for. We need the hope of it. We need Mm -hmm. the joy of it. And that little interaction I've just been thinking about a lot over the last few months. Mm. That's profound. We need a little Christmas. And, and I think that we know we need something, you know, because our expectations aren't being met because we're grieving for a hundred different reasons. Right. And so what I think we do instead of realizing we need a little Christmas and really letting that need point us to what Christmas is all about and the peace and the gift in that, instead of doing that, we just try to fill, fill, fill Mm -hmm. like, and by that, I mean, like, then we just say yes to everything because we want, we want it all. We just want our cups yeah. full. We want to have all these expectations met. And before we know it, and I think this is the third reason why yeah. our expectation, or excuse me, I think this is the third reason why our joy isn't as it should be for Christmas. And that's because we just get overextended. Yep. 
Oh my gosh. I totally can believe this one. I had, I don't know who I was talking to. Maybe it was you, but I was trying to schedule something with somebody. I think it was you. We were talking about something and I was like, well, literally every weekend in November is booked for some sort of holiday party Mm -hmm. or like doing something that was holiday related. I was like, I can't even pencil you in. Like it's booked solid for this whole month. (laughs) And I feel like the holidays just get that way. Like there's no time to actually really think through the meaning or like find that joy because we distract ourselves with a busy schedule. We want to do all of these things, right? That everything sounds like fun and it sounds like, oh, well, if I can do this, then the holiday will complete. Or if I can shop for the perfect gift for this person, the holiday will be complete. Um, And all of that, when you add it all together, I think for my life in the past has has just led to complete and total chaos. And I am unraveled Mm. by the time Christmas actually gets here. Yeah, which is a bummer. <laughs> That's not what it's about. It, so it is a bummer. I mean, I'm curious too, Robin, with um with this year being so strange with coronavirus and like we aren't able to get together with our friends and family the way that we used to be and things just look so different. Is there a way that we can really find the joy in this holiday season? Well, Rachel, I'm glad you asked because (laughs) this whole idea of the chaos around the holidays and the joy or the lack of joy is something that I've really, really been thinking about Mm -hmm. and really pondering, you know, could this year be different? So that's why um, I've just been working on a little plan. I'm calling it a 10 day holistic challenge and it's going to go two weeks in December. And the whole goal is really to decide and to move towards a place where we could keep our hearts and our minds focused on the gift of Jesus. And I know that sounds sort of trite, like, oh, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season, but he is. Mm. And uh, so this whole 10 day challenge is just a 30 minute daily self-care challenge and it's designed to connect our minds our bodies and our spirits and in doing so yeah are you excited Rachel I am excited and I totally set you up for that I I mean our listeners know but I've seen the content (laughs) I know uh what everybody will be getting and I I think it's going to be such a good reset to help us actually enjoy the holidays this year Yay. I'm glad. And you know, you and I have been working on it for a while now, and I'm glad that we kind of had to, you know, put the cart before the horse, so to speak. So we would have all the content prepared and ready for people. Um, but better than that for me is that now there's been some space between when we created it and now when we get to actually execute it. Yeah. So I personally am really excited for the piece in my life as well. How about you? <laughs> Yes. And so for, for the people listening at home and you're like, okay, like I would love to have a more peaceful and relaxing holiday season, take a little time for myself, Mm -hmm. holistic meaning mind, body, spirit. So what you're going to be getting with this 10 day challenge, you go to robinmayministries.com slash challenge, and that's where you can sign up. The cost is $10. It's totally worth the $10 because here's what you're going to be getting. You get a full 10 day devotional that is going to give you a little lesson and a prayer and some questions to work through. 
that has to do with the holiday season. You're also going to be invited into a private community uh, on Facebook where you and other like-minded women are going to be able to talk about your joys, your stresses, your successes, and (laughs) pray for each other, have support with each other, and you'll have Mm -hmm. access to Robin there. So Robin's going to be going live for just a few minutes. So Robin will be live in that Facebook group every single day, uh, giving a short little lesson that goes along with your devotional. Mm -hmm. And then you'll also have, um, a few different workout plans sent to you as well that you just get to keep forever. So that's why we talk about mind, body, spirit. You're going to have all those uh, access to all of that. And it's just going to be something really fun to do. Meet other people, feel like you get to experience community with other people during COVID, which I know I need. But also I just love a good devotional that I can sit down with every day. And one that helps prepare my heart for the holidays. I'm like all about it. Well, I agree. And I'm super excited and kind of just, to be honest, kind of scared to death because this <laughs> is the first devotional I, I've written. And But it looks beautiful. And I'm, I'm really feel like God led us to the content and that there's just such a need, you know, we all have this need to like really kind of reset for the holidays. And if ever there was a year where we needed to give ourselves 30 minutes of self-care, um, I can't think that 2020, uh, is not the year. Yeah. Agreed. So if you do want to sign up for this challenge, there is still time. The challenge starts on December 7th. Yep. It'll go December 7th through the 11th. And then the next week, which is December 14th through the 18th. So there's still time to sign up again, go to robinmayministries.com slash challenge. Or if you do have any questions, feel free to message us and we'll get you the link as well. This is also a really fun thing that you can do with your friends or make it a Christmas gift for your Mm -hmm. friend as well. So Um, the holidays are stressful, but they don't have to be, there is a way to find joy and peace in this holiday season. And we're so excited for you guys to join the challenge. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And Hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, There's always enough grace for you today, so be sure to give it to yourself.